Welcome to Future Proof, the marketing podcast from Kantar, the world's leading marketing data and analytics company, and Side Business School, University of Oxford. In each episode, we speak with marketing leaders and share insights to help brands and business leaders navigate the ever-changing marketing landscape and hopefully dispel some myths and misconceptions along the way. In this series, Martin Guerreria, head of... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Kantar Brand Z meets remarkable senior marketers leading some of the world's most valuable global brands to discuss strategies that differentiate, protect value, and advance their sustainability credentials. I'm delighted to be joined by Ravi Santhanam, CMO, HDFC Bank. HDFC Bank has risen five places this year in the top 100. A huge congratulations to you, Ravi, and everyone at HDFC for this fantastic achievement. Thanks for talking to us today. So clearly, we've been through a tumultuous time um, around the world over the last few years. How do you see the needs of your customers as having changed over that period? Thank you. Thank you, Martin, for the honor. I think this is the eighth year that we are getting featured in the top 100 in the Brandsy Kanta study. So very happy, very delighted. And we thank all our colleagues and our customers to be the reason for all this stuff. And coming to your question, Martin, I think the evolution over the last five years, there has been a huge impact of the last two years in specific because of the pandemic. Prior to that, banking was always about safety, security, trust. I think that has been reinforced by the pandemic big time. People have to talk about the personal safety, then the financial safety that has actually reinforced the people's belief in safety, security, trust. And of late, you have seen what's happened in the UK and the US specifically in terms of some of the banks folding up. So that has further reinforced the notion of the banking safety as a brand, what you need to stand for. While that's reinforced, what I see also other side happening, primarily because of the digital evolution, we used to see a lot of change in terms of what consumers were looking as experience. You're solving a problem of mine, but are you going to solve it in a better way compared to the earlier ways in which you were doing? And our comparison set suddenly moved out of banking. We are no more being compared with the rest of the banking industry. We are being compared with an e-commerce player, with the mobility player. And that's where the change happened and got further reinforced again because of the pandemic in terms of how do you provide that experience digitally in a seamless way. And I think these two have fundamentally changed. In my view, it got further reinforced in the last two years, big time. Okay, that's really interesting. That Hearing that broader context is, is fascinating. Um, so one of the things that we've seen 
as being generally important in brand building uh, in this year's results is this notion of uh, customers and, and consumers perceiving a brand to be different. So just in terms of the HDFC brand, what do you personally see as HDFC's points of difference? The point of difference, in my view, has to be in your fundamental belief that what you do for your customers. And we start with the purpose. And our purpose is very clearly defined that we are here to enable every Indian's make better financial decisions today and tomorrow. And when we actually split this purpose and see for ourselves, are we living up to this purpose on our day-to-day -day way in which we engage with our customers? I think most of the action starts stemming out from that. Today is all about your payments, your transactions, so how easy, how convenient we can make that happen for you. And tomorrow is all about knowledge and your needs or your aspirations as a customer to be satisfied. And what are the products and services that we have, whether it is a mortgage, whether it is a simple credit card, what are the products that we have in our suit that can help you go ahead and get your aspirations fulfilled? So once you define your purpose and then start thinking from that purpose in terms of delivery, once you deliver on that, the point of difference starts coming out. And our strong belief is the point of difference is delivering on the purpose that we commit to ourselves. That, that's really interesting. And what is it that you're actively do at HDFC to try and reinforce and communicate that point of difference to your to your customers? We are lucky, Martin, in the sense that we are a bank and there's a large amount of consumer walk-ins which happen daily. And there's obviously a lot of digital data also that's available because we are a first-party data company. So we have everything about the customer in terms of their demographic profile, in terms of their financial transactions, where do they earn money from, where do they spend their money from, and putting data in terms of the mathematics that is involved and then understanding the physical flood and blood of the customers walking in and why are they walking in? What are they looking for in terms of a banking service to be enabled? You can put it together and create clearly a differentiated value proposition. So what we always look for is how much you are in touch with your consumers and the advantage of the first party data, the advantage of the first party connect that we have with our customers, are we leveraging it? So day in and day out, we look for every engagement that we do as to improve the experience of the customer and each and every engagement, whether it happens in a physical channel, whether it happens in a digital channel, whether it happens in any other mode, how do we bring it all together and make every experience, every engagement, a, a moment of really happiness, which we can generate for the customers. And that's what we aim to do. And once we do that, I think we are in good space in the minds of our customers. And it sounds like you're very committed to listening to your customers. And, and how, do you, how do you take that a step further and actually collate um, the amount of listening that you do into concrete insights that you actually implement in the business? And, and how do you actually implement those insights within the business? So uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to have an 80 member data science team working with me. And there are data scientists working with me. And I just still, still want to go back to the way we all learned marketing in terms of understanding consumer first, understanding consumer first, putting consumer first in front of everything. So what we always want to do is to look at consumer pain points. And this is available either by the conversations that you have in every engagement that you have on the counter, across the counter, as well as on the data points that we get a signal from there. Today's consumer, in our view, is they're talking about saying that you do know me. Are you going to be relevant in the conversations that you're going to have with me? And they're not going to say talk to me. They're saying talk with me. And there's a big difference between the two and the with. So what we are interested in is with all the information that, that is available within the bank, can we put all the information together and make sure that we are taking that listening 
into something which is more valuable for our customers. So when we want to talk with the customers, our fundamental premise is, are we relevant in this conversation for the customer at this point of time? And to note and to understand the relevancy of our conversation is the most important thing that we drive. And that defines our engagement, that defines our product value propositions that we bring to the market. And, and that's where it starts. So bringing both the human insight as well as the data insight, marrying them to make sure that what we propose to our customers in terms of the offers is in line with what they look for at that point of time. Hmm. It's interesting that you talk about the data and the human, and that's a really interesting way of thinking about insights and what an insight actually is. Um, and can you give us an example of a particular insight that you've gone on to implement as part of your strategy at HDFC? Uh, we are launching, uh, we launched, we restaged our uh, H&W value proposition just last year. And uh, what we figured out is uh, that there's a certain set of customers who are the ultra HNI customers who wanted differentiated experience. And it is very clearly coming out in terms of the number of visits in the branches is almost next to nothing. And everything which you see in terms of transactions on the cards are happening at a very different place than a very normal customer. Then once you understand these kind of insights and then you create your own way of saying, okay, we will create a model it's nothing but a branded program is what people will say. But how do we create the servicing differentiation? So when you look at these kind of insights, then you say, okay, what is the service differentiation that we can provide? So here is a wealth manager. Here is a service manager. Here is a banking relationship manager. So it's a three-pronged relationship management model, which we have put in place. And this all comes from actively listening to how others are treating these kind of customers. So I, I do say that there is a lot of knowledge available outside of the industry and coming from outside of the banking industry does give you an advantage in terms of how an airline treats a first class passengers, how does an airline treat a business class passenger. Every customer is important. There is no doubt about it. But is there a way in which you can clearly differentiate the offering and make them perceive that the differentiation has been delivered? So the whole idea is take these insights, convert it into a value proposition, deliver, measure, and then keep revising them to make sure that the perception of delivery as understood by the customer is clear. Mm. It's fascinating to hear the journey from listening to insight to action. Um, that's a really interesting example. Um, and we touched up front on the fact that it's been a very sort of volatile world for the global economy in the last few years. It doesn't quite seem we're over that period of volatility just yet. So, so what do you see as the biggest headwinds for HDFC in the next 12 months and, and what plans do you have to, to overcome them? Uh, we see a lot of opportunities in India. We don't see much of headwinds and the headwinds are some things which we have been facing for the last 27 years and uh, we know how to take care of them. We are on a very strong foundation out here and uh, we are one of the largest banks in the world operating only out of India. We have tremendous retail presence in terms of reach on the ground. We have tremendous digital presence. And we see a lot more opportunities which we need to gap, grab in the market. The market is expanding. It has a $3 trillion economy expected to go to six in the next three, four, five years. And banking, as you know, is a reflection of a pure economy growth. And we have always been growing at double the economy growth of India. So we don't see much of headwinds in terms of things that we are always looking out from the corner of our eyes and seeing what's happening. It's always about who is solving our consumer problems better than anybody, better than us. And that's something which always gives us sleepless nights. And we want to be sure that we solve our consumer's problem better than anyone else can solve for. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sometimes we might be late because of the fact that some of us have got legacy IT ecosystems in place. So we need to be agile. So we are looking for strategic learning agility in the organization of how we can quickly understand, is there anybody who is solving our consumer problems better? How we are not able to understand this problem much before them? What kind of insighting that we need to do in the market to appreciate these kind of pockets of value that people are creating? And how do we go and grab them, even if you are going to be a fast follower? And we have very clear technologies and enabler for us to get into this, but it needs to start from, again, the human insight of what value that somebody else is able to provide. And everybody talks about fintech. We strongly believe fintechs are going to take banking to the next level because they're going to make sure that people like us, even though we call ourselves a 27, 28-year-old startup, we are not as agile as many would like us to be. And the whole endeavor has been like, how come, how can you increase this agility within the organization? And how can you capture the value that is being generated by the others? Mm. Yeah, an interesting challenge. Um, and speaking of headwinds and opportunities and, and means of differentiation, something lots of our clients are talking to us about at the moment is sustainability and the, the sustainability agenda. So can you talk to us a little bit about HDFC's sustainability agenda? What are the, what are the key points for you? We have been allowed to operate with the intent that we'll give back to the society. While 99% of what we are going to do is the way we conduct our business, and that's the best way we can return back to the society, there's always a very clear understanding within the bank that we are here for India and we will contribute to the society in the way in which we will do it the best. And uh, we spend 2% of our net profits every year on our ESG. And uh, we are the first bank in the country to actually say we'll become carbon neutral by 2031. We put our stakes on the ground, we'll start measuring it and we'll find a way to get there. And I'm sure over a period of time, we will understand much more about what we do on the environmental and the climate change and all those stuff. There's a lot of discussion that we have created within the organization in terms of what kind of work that we need to do to ensure that this agenda is kept on top of the mind. We also believe on S and G is more important for us because at the end of the day, how do you contribute to your society? And the last one, which is G. In the society, for example, banking by its very nature allows us to be a diverse organization. And we have almost people from all parts of the country. We have again put a stake on the ground in terms of saying, at least let's get our gender diversity to a level, 50%. And that's a big ask in front of all of us. We have all been tasked to get there. And diversity of cultures, diversity of opinions in the decision-making is what we are looking at. 
we have been at the forefront of governance and uh, obviously being a bank our credit governance the way we actually roll out our credit programs the way it us as a board governed company fully owned by public shareholders and we are the third largest company in india and post the merger that's going to happen we'll become the second largest group in the country so we do believe that we need to do well and we need to act as an inspiration for others to follow while we do all these stuff we also strongly believe that it is better to get involved and do it directly and in part of the business so we have a sustainable livelihood initiative which we run as a clear profit center within the bank and the profits may not be much from that but the kind of people that we have impacted it's more than 5 and a half million borrowers we have from the lowest income strata and we have impacted more than 16 160 million households we have our own people working across the country who are actually working with the self help groups in terms of giving them the capacity educating them bringing the capability into them then actually lending and some of our credit programs actually do as similar to what we do in the metros and other places in other credit programs so we do believe that we don't want to go ahead and be writing a paycheck or a check to somebody to do philanthropy we don't believe in that we actually spend energy more than 8000 people from the banker directly working in this area and we take a lot of pride in the way in which we drive this part of our uh, business yeah sure i can i can really feel that from um, from from the passion of your answer and 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 2% of net profits it must be a huge number for hdfc so that's quite the commitment yeah, yeah. okay a very very broad question to to finish us off so um clearly as we said the world continues to change around us what what do you see as how potentially the rules if you like of of brand building are likely to change in the future and where do you see the specific opportunities for for hdfc as a brand the one thing which always uh, i i'm continuously keep thinking about it is like how do you actually be relevant for each and every individual i think the n is equal to 1 as a concept which was not maybe a theoretical pipe dream maybe 20 years back is now very much possible with the kind of data that we have about each and every customer and how are you going to be relevant to the wide mass of people that you actually serve and uh, we have more than 80 million customers now and as you grow bigger and bigger and you have so much of reach going to the nooks and corners of the world how do you make sure that every customer is understood and how do you make sure that every customer is treated it's easy to do a cohort based marketing code based segmentation and then try and create propositions for them i think those days are gone we need to be a little bit more pushing ourselves as marketers to figure out how do you make a one on one branding work and and that's the challenge i see because of the first party data that's being made available and over a period of time this is going to be a big challenge for all marketers in terms of one to one marketing and not one to one campaigns i am talking about one to one marketing in terms of understanding the context in which the customer is operating trying to appreciate the value that we can provide at that point of time is going to be the biggest challenge and it requires a lot of mix of what i call as the max and the media need to understand the human as well as the mathematics behind that and how do you bring this together to create magic for your customers and that's the magic that we all are interested in in terms of creation going forward yeah and and one to one marketing as you put it sounds like a big opportunity and a big challenge and i'm sure you know given your passion hdfc will be well placed to uh, to make the most of that challenge and opportunity so ravi thanks so much for joining us today really appreciated your time and your insights 
fascinating for all of us. So thank you again. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, Kantar. Thank you, Brandy. You've been listening to Future Proof from Kantar and Side Business School. For all episodes and more information, visit kantar.com or oxfordfutureofmarketing.com. If you enjoyed this, please leave a rating and a review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode.